in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome to the Soulful Leader Podcast. It's been a really interesting time this week and really looking forward to sharing with you a little bit different. Um, We've been talking a lot about going inward and maybe even what that means. So wouldn't it be nice to not always have to be out running around do, do, doing all the time? Wouldn't it be great to just be absolutely irresistibly attractive and everything that you need, the UPS angel just dropped on your door without ever really even having to do anything? Isn't that a great conversation to have just as we're going into the holidays and everybody is thinking about gifts, UPS Angel, thank you very much. And like the craziness that happens in the holidays where we just feel like we have to keep going and doing and going and doing and going and doing and and can't stop. Don't stop. stop. Don't stop. Keep going. Stuff, 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 consume, 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 right? Yeah. And you know, this morning I was looking out the window and I was watching the, the, the purulator guy show up and he's, he stops. I'm like, oh, keep coming. Come to my house. Come to my house. And he stopped at my neighbor's and he went out and, and put the package out to her back door. And I said, isn't it interesting? You know, you, you kind of put the message out to the universe. Hey, I really would like to have this. And then the UPS person or the purulator, whoever, comes to your door and generally they knock on your door, ring the doorbell. And if you're not home, they don't leave the the parcel. Like you get this nasty little note. Well, it's not nasty. Not the first time. First time it's really (laughs) nice. It's like, oh, sorry, we missed you. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope that we can connect with you kind of thing. And the next day they come in and they they knock on the door, ring the doorbell, whatever. And again, you're not home. And they give you another note saying, oh, well, we're sorry. We missed you. We'll meet you at the next business day. And I'm like, oh, I missed them again. Then the third time they're like, okay, I've had enough of you. You're not home. You have to come to us now. Like we've come three times to deliver it, but you're not home. And that's so true. Like how much do we, you know, we, we put so much energy and effort into the outer world. We talked a little bit a while ago about the ice effect and that the top of the iceberg is just 10% of what the world sees because 90% is underneath the water. It's unconscious. And we don't even focus on the unconscious. We focus on the goals. Hey, I want this to happen. I want that my to-do list. And if we only knew that what was underneath that 90%, if we worked with that, that's 90%. And it's really a lot about being, changing our perspective, changing our thoughts and our habits and our conditioning, isn't it? It is. So just to kind of clarify, make sure I understand. So this 10%, that's the top of the iceberg, is kind of what we, it's all the things that we see in our world, right? And it's where we put our energy and our effort and we're running around, running around, running around, and we're asking for things by setting goals. And we want this, we want that, we want the other thing, and we run and we go and we do and that type of thing. And there's another way. Yeah, the 90% 
is all hidden and it's all the internal. We even use the word called intention. You know, back in in the in the fifties, sixties, you'd see those shows of you know the young the young man would come to ask out his date, and the father would come to the door and say, "What's your intention?" <laughs> you know, kind of sternly and. It's kind of an old word. You know, we don't really, we haven't really used it all that much other than it's, it's starting to come more alive now. It's like, well, what is your intention? And what even does intention mean? What does that mean? I love that because if there is another way, what, what's the path? And I think that that word is is the path. <laughs> I think that it gives us all of our clues. And when we look at you, you did a, a thing earlier um, before we got on the podcast, you and I were talking and you, you actually dissected the word. You want to do that for our listeners? Yeah. When I think of goals, goals are really ego driven and there's nothing wrong with goals, but if you take that word apart, it's go all like you just got to go, 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 get, 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 put your all into it. It's willpower. We all know what that's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. And you know, when we're younger, we got a lot of energy, you know, and so goals can sometimes come easier that way. And that's where we're focused. And that's what we're trained and conditioned in schools and workplaces and relationships that it's all goal oriented. It's the outcome. It's not how you it got there. It's also very singular. Like when I think of yes. a goal, it's, it's it's something that I I accomplish. It's mine. It's you know. So yeah. it's very singular. Singular, me focus, ego focus. Then if we take the word intention, if you think of in, it's inside tent. So it's even like we think of a tent. It's like a you know, it's a placeholder. It's 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 sacred. And ions, which is light or consciousness. So it's like as we raise our consciousness and bring light into it, and it's internally, you know, we bring more light and illumination. It's a journey, and it involves more than just you. When you have an intention, it means one needs to be in relationship with more than just yourself. You've got to be in relationship with spirit or the divine, whatever word you might have for the sacred for you, and and all the other players that are going to be on the team with you to be able to create with you. That's an intention. So it's it's a we focused and you're not alone. It's meant to be a collaboration and a conversation or a dialogue. You mm -hmm. know, so it's like when and you had a really good example um, that you shared. Would you be willing to share that example that you're talking about with the intention with your dance studio? So, yeah, <laughs> kind of fascinating. When I opened, I own a ballroom dance studio, and when I opened it 15, 16 years ago, I don't even remember now, um, in 2008, anyway, my intention was my husband was working in the financial trading industry in um, Chicago, and it was a very, very intense work environment for him. And it's very high pressure. Um, he, and he was a coding, he was working on, he wasn't a trader himself. He was working in the computer side of things and, and coding. And it was just very high pressure and they were on call like 24 seven and it didn't matter if it was the middle of the night. And I just wanted to help him to get out of that environment. So I was like, here, you know, some dance is something that brought us together. I, he was, um, in the dance community. And 
So I knew it was something that we both loved. And and I thought, you know what, wouldn't it be great if we could do this together? Why don't I open a studio? And it'll get successful enough that it'll allow me to us to not have you do that. And now we then we could both do something that we love together. And well, that didn't happen at all. So the, my intention was to help him to get out of the industry. And the, I had this outer goal of what that would look like of a certain amount of money that would allow us to have some financial freedom. Well, long story short, my dad got into a, a something, something or other and decided to give us some inheritance before he passed. And so I inherited some money from my dad and it put us in a position where Jeff didn't actually have to stay in his job. So now the intention of the studio was accomplished, but I was still totally caught up in this outer goal. And I had I had my self-esteem caught up in it. I had my my own, like my self-identity caught up in it. And I I completely just didn't believe that I was enough or that the studio was successful because we weren't hitting these goals that I had set. It wasn't that outer of like, well, okay, we didn't make this particular amount of money. And the studio was not the reason that my husband was able to, you know, quit his job. And so I wasn't successful. And the studio wasn't successful. And it took me years to get to the point where I could claim, I could acknowledge that (laughs) the studio was wildly successful. We created a community. So part of the other things, I had set a bunch of intentions behind the opening of the studio, one of which was creating a community in our area and bettering the, the dance level of dance in the area and building a team and all of those things happened. And to the point where our community actually saved us during COVID and they're so dedicated to us. So I, there was a part of me that ignored all of these very cool things that the, that we did and that we accomplished and that, that happened over the last 15 years because this one sliver, which was the goal, the outer goal wasn't accomplished. And so it's like, I threw out the baby with the bathwater, right? I have this image of a boulder, like, you know, like that's the gold goal. And you're just going to take this big boulder and go splash into the pool. There it is. And it makes a big splash and a ripple, but it also causes a lot of destruction. And I I don't mean in the outer world, but also in ourselves, like we don't tend to value all the amazing gifts and strengths and things that changed within you and, and the support in the outer world that came to you because of your intention, like all of these wonderful things happen. And it's the gratitude of like, wow. So instead of like trying to take a goal, which would be like a big boulder and her splash into the water, what if we had little pebbles and it created a ripple effect, an ever increasing ripple. It's like, we don't tend to value those little tiny ripples. And yet those are the things that are more consistent and actually do more, you know, reach further than the splash of the big boulder. I, uh, I think about it this way is that hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Not always, but in some cases, depending on how you look at it, I guess. In this instance, I, I'm very grateful for the way that it happened and how much I learned along the way and, and to, 
to have gotten to the point where I actually recognize that it could have been done very differently. And the cost, what it cost me personally to do it the way that I did it was what woke me up and made me go, shit, I, I don't want to work like that anymore. I I know that it can be different. And I think that there are a lot of people who don't, who are at that place where they recognize that I, it's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be that driving. Like I will do it at all costs because when you, when you are in that position and you're doing something at all costs, guess what? <laughs> the cost is there and the cost is you. And that's what I found for myself. And I experienced health issues and relationship issues and self-esteem issues and all kinds of things that if we do it differently, if I were able, if I had been able to at the time, and this is how I'm, I'm working going forward is set the intention and don't be so attached. If I weren't so attached to that one sliver, I could have recognized all of the things as I went and then not just recognized them, but like celebrated them and mm. been in joy and actually enjoyed those years of my life much more than I did. And I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy them. They were, they were amazing and wonderful. It just is that they could even be better. Imagine that. In the breathing space of just mm. being able to slow down and connect internally and be guided from an internal light, which would be an intention, rather than the outer projections and the memes of society that tell you that, you know, it needs to be this way or that way, or you're not good enough, good enough unless it's this way. It's like, we have been conditioned to look outwardly for the answers. And so to turn inward, it's the path, let, you know, less traveled. I, the other piece of that is, and this is something that I haven't shared, is I would say a good chunk of that time, probably at least eight of those years, maybe more, um, I struggled with depression and really, really had to make myself get out of bed and go to work and show up. And it was pure pure push. And I know a lot of our audience can, can relate to that. And that's the only reason that I'm sharing it is because there's, <laughs> there's so much shame around mm -hmm. that. And I think especially as leaders where we don't want our teams to know, we don't want anyone to know it's something that we need to just shove aside and, and push away and, and sort keep it out. Going. Keep don't going. Don't look at it. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, I know that a lot of it is directly related to this piece that I thought I wasn't good enough because I wasn't achieving that goal. And it's so damaging. Instead of not being attached, it's like I was achieving the attention. I, it's like the, the stuff that we created as a team and, and, what actually the outcome was so beautiful and so much more than 
that one financial goal. And yet that's what I was attached to. And that's what I was defining myself from. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's important that, you know, there are a lot of people and we that go through those things and we can sometimes feel very alone. And I've had those times too. And I watch the people I love around me that are suffering, you know, based, you know, their self, self-esteem, self-worth on the outer. And it's so heartbreaking because I've been there too. I know what it's like too, of like just lying down on the floor going, oh my God, like, please, like if it, I know you love me and this was always my prayer. I know you love me. Therefore, I know you must have something great for me to open my heart this way, to break it open. And in those times of absolutely like surrendering, and that is about being still and going within, it was amazing how much love showed up. Like the UPS angel, I'm going to bring it right back to where we started. It's like I had to be broken open, disappointed, hurt, suffered to the, that I could actually be still to let the UPS angel who's always been trying to give to me finally find me. And there's a huge value in just being, just be. You're already enough. All everybody who's listening out there, you have the most incredible gifts and strengths and love within you that only you, only you in the way that you will do it. There is no other you. It's like a fingerprint, right? There is no other similar fingerprint. You're it. And it's what's needed in the tapestry of life and love together. And so we need to shift from that me goal-oriented outer 10% to the internal 90%. We, collaboration and values base. It's a different way of defining what success is. And what a great time we're in right now to do so. Very much so. And I I was thinking about an example of the, the UPS angel not being able to find me, right? Um that like with the studio, the stuff that we created of, you know, there would be, there's this amazing community and she gave me this gift and I was like, no, it's not enough. I haven't made, I haven't made the money. So it's like, knock, 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 here we are. And I didn't even, there are moments over the years where I would be stunned by what we created. And I go, holy crap look at this. And I would have this moment of awe. And then I'd go back to beating myself up. (laughs) Yeah, but because that's the conditioning. That's the habit that we do. Mm -hmm. And together, we need to recognize it in each other and in ourselves. Of course, first in ourselves, because as we recognize it in ourselves and stop it within ourselves, then there's love and empathy to be able to recognize it another and gently support another to say, you have no idea how amazing you are and how grateful I am for you in my life and all the things. I think you would be, all of us would be surprised at the very things of the impacts you've made that you didn't even know. And I think that's the, you know, the soulful leader's uh, irony of it all is that if we would, if we did know, it would feed our ego. But also know that your soul, like you are already enough and to ask for what you need. 
and be surprised and delighted on how it shows up because it's not going to show up the way you think it is. It never does, but it does show up. Yeah. Like I said, like we created everything that we set to set about to create all the intentions. They all, they, you know, it's like, and the money was there. It just didn't look the way that I thought that it should look. And so I got so attached to that. I couldn't see anything past it. And if I had been able to let go and step back and take that breath. And those moments when I was able to, I saw it. It just, can you stay there? Can I stay there? And that's where, where I've gotten to now is like, I can stay longer in that place of recognition, of acknowledgement, of it's all perfect, that I am good enough. And the things that we're creating, I'm creating with spirit instead of the boulder pushing through and making things happen. And it's an attraction. This is interesting because I know earlier you had a conversation with a, a business owner in your area about how she was fed up with the promotion and pushing. Yeah. You know, it was really interesting conversation this morning I was having with her and you know, after 25 years of building up her Facebook page and her Instagram and all of these things that, you know, it took a lot of pushing and a lot of striving to get to a lot of money and energy and, you know, people that helped her get her there. She's something crashed and she lost everything. And at first she said her ego was really like frustrated, like this is 25 years of me doing this. And then all of a sudden she just stopped and she goes, there was an incredible amount of freedom how much time and energy that she didn't have to look at trying to push or promote something. And she said, you know what? I'm already enough. I, you know, she, and she was saying this, she was like, I want, I'm going to find a new way. I just feel so relieved of opening up and allowing things to happen. She goes, you know, all the things that her intentions were to do what she was doing, similar to what you had said earlier too, Marin, about building a community and making a difference in people's lives and creating beauty in the way that, you know, stops our world for a moment to helps us slow down and connect. And she goes, I've done that. I don't need, you know, 25,000 followers on Instagram to, to tell me that. She said, I know I have. And she said, I know that as I keep doing that, I'm enjoying it. And there's this freedom of just of literally being me. And doing it together. Yeah. And that's what will attract even more. And she's now in that place of attraction instead of promotion. So I want that. I want that for me. I want that for you. I want that for all of those who are listening out there. What if we could really get clear on what our values are, what's most important, what our gifts and strengths are, and totally be able to ask, to be vulnerable and say, and risk it, right? Risk that vulnerability of getting out there and saying, you know, this is what I'm creating and I'm doing this because it's my heart and my soul to do. I, I would be love to hear the surprises and the delights that come your way, because I know there are other people who are just absolutely excited to help and support you. Yeah. So let's break that conditioning, all of us of the big boulder curse splashing into the the goal setting thing. And let's make lots of ripples together. Let's sprinkle. Let's sprinkle in a way that's of love. That's fantastic. So share this week on maybe someplace where you could look at where is it that you're telling yourself that you're not enough? 
where you really are. And you could sprinkle that and help everybody around you by by just setting that up of like, I am enough. And that means, you know what? You are too. So share that with us. We would love to hear. And rate us on your favorite podcast platform. If you would, we would appreciate that. And we will see you next week on the Soulful Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Be well. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.